The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Here's a question I got from Marge, and as I'm reading it, see if you've been in this situation and how you would manage it. Dear, uh, Dear Dr. Kenner, what should I do about this guy I met last summer? I met him last summer and had one of those moments that many of us had had. I got carried away in the moment. After we hooked up, he told me he was creeped out by me and that I was a stage five clinger. Now, I'm breaking out of the email for a minute. Uh, I, I had to look that up. A stage five, five clinger came from the wedding crasher and it's someone who's overattached, uh, who is on the rebound or somebody who's very fragile and you get the idea. So continuing with Marge's email. No contact for a year with him and now I get a text from him wanting to meet me in person to apologize. I responded to him te- to his text, and I called him some mean names. I was not sweet and flirty. I acted like I wasn't interested in him. Could he have been thinking about me this whole year? A week has gone by, and honestly, I have the urge to contact him, to see him and get my closure. Would it be a bad idea for me to contact him first? Thanks, Marge. Marge, I am really hearing mixed messages in your question to me. Because on one hand, I hear that you're angry with him. You know, he called you this name. You don't want anything to do with him. You're done. You're also embarrassed. It was one of those nights you hooked up with him and he's out of your life. On the other hand, there's like this huge curiosity piece saying, ooh, has he been thinking about me for the past year? Does he still like me? Uh, maybe I need to see him to get my closure. And of course, he wants to see you to apologize. And sometimes those are called big fat lies to ourselves because it could be that you both just maybe you're lonely or you want to hook up again or you want to explore what went on. Uh, but chances are that it doesn't sound like the foundation for a great relationship. Uh, so would it be a bad idea for me to contact him f- first? It would absolutely be a bad idea, Marge, for you to contact him without understanding yourself a little bit deeper. So you want to ask, you, you want to be honest with yourself. What is it you... What do you hope to gain from meeting with him? If you hope to gain looking at him in the face and saying, it's over, it's, it was over day one. I don't like, I don't appreciate someone who calls me a clinger when I just met you. And uh, if you're, you've already done that, you texted him. So I'm not fully convinced that you want to do it to meet with him solely to get closure because closure can be gotten in many ways and one of them in a situation like this is just not seeing him anymore just having nothing more to do with him uh the other so you want to know more about yourself first what is it that is suddenly making him a little more interesting to you what is it you know about yourself? Have you been dating? And these are not questions for me, obviously. They're introspective questions to ask yourself. Am I interested? Is there anyone else in my life? Am I feeling a little bit lonely now? Has it been a while since I've had any intimacy and I just would like to be in the arms of somebody, even though he might not be the best person for me or I know very little about him? Uh, so first... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. 
I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So first you want to really use it as an opportunity to learn about yourself. If you want self-esteem, the key to that, Marge, is making good choices. And if you have a habit of hooking up, which I don't hear that you do because you said this was just a kind of a one-shot thing that sometimes happens to people. Uh, But if that's something that you do do, you want to learn to make better choices because the person that's going to hurt most, you know, forget about diseases and everything else that you're putting yourself at risk for. The person that's going to hurt most is you. You will not respect yourself because you always live with, we always live with ourselves and we know what choices we make. I know my own good choices. I know the ones that we're not so good. And we hopefully repair ourselves or make better choices going forward and admire ourselves more. So the second piece that you want is what do you know about his character? He's a guy who said you were a stage five clinger. He was creeped out by you. Man, if someone said to me, Ellen, I want to fix you up with someone. Let's let's uh, uh, not fast forward, but go, but go back in time a bit. And I was just a teenager, a young adult, and they said, I want to fix you up with somebody. Uh, by the way, he's going to be creeped out by you. <laughs> it's like, no, thank you. Or if I dated him once and heard that he was creeped out by me by someone credible, it's like that word creeped out. It's That's not making me feel important, valued, and cared for, and cherished. I'm not feeling visible with him. I'm feeling like a creepy person, like a clinger in, in that case. So what do you know about his character? Is he honest? Is he Does he have a good job? Is he lovable? Uh, is he attentive or do you know nothing about him was he just a random person you met at a party hooked up or he's a friend of a friend of a friend and you're hooked up but you haven't done any investigative work man if you are looking for a long-term part or a good relationship let's not maybe you're not ready to get married yet but a good relationship you want to know about that person's character and you want to value yourself enough to not go around, and you know this already, hooking up. Uh, the flirty part's always fun. You know, does he love me or not? Or does he, is he interested? He may not be able to love you, obviously, on the, he wouldn't on the first night. But that flirty part is so much fun in dating. Will he call? Should I call him? And of course, it's anxiety producing, but it can be wonderfully playful and fun and you know you feel romantic you feel on fire and hopefully the other person does too when you're attracted to one another I know my husband and I felt that way about one another and that's what you you so you want to have that flirtiness within the context of building your own self-esteem valuing yourself and really learning about the other person for more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. 
Humorous repartee and good-natured teasing can be a lot of fun when partners are in sync. Never use humor in anger or as a disguised form of aggression such as sarcasm or to score points with an audience. Imagine telling an embarrassing story about your partner at a dinner party. Sometimes your partner might enjoy the story being told and sometimes not, depending on the content of the story, the audience, and your partner's psychology. Out of respect, always ask permission before you tell a funny story about your partner. Agree beforehand on what you can share in public. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.